Come on. Quick ask before we get started today, I am working to help people lead happier and more contented lives. My part of that is money. So if you enjoyed today's episode or if you've enjoyed past episodes, please take a minute and leave a quick review on iTunes. Subscribe. That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. Whether or not a robot's going to take my job tomorrow or six months from now or 10 years from now, I have no idea. Um, the future of work, I think, is very much an unknown. I went down this rabbit hole a couple of years ago. I was very curious about how automation was going to impact everything. And all the videos and smart people that I could find just simply said that, yeah, it's going to be different than it is today, but nobody really gave a lot of answers. So without the benefit of foresight, rather, let's look backwards on Labor Day today. And I didn't know this, but the first Labor Day celebration was September the 5th, 1882 in New York City. And on that Tuesday, 10,000 citizens marched for labor rights down the streets of Manhattan. During this time, the average American worked for 12 hours a day, six days a week. It wasn't until the Adamson Act on September 3rd, 1916, that our modern eight-hour workday was established. So there you go. There's a little historical context for you. And I don't know how many days a week you're working I don't know how many hours a day that you are working. Um, Those are questions that you need to ask yourself. And I certainly don't celebrate people that work. I I don't not celebrate people that work long days, long hours. Um, If you can work smarter, not harder, all that jazz, I'm all for it. Um, What I do know for sure is that we absolutely owe a debt of gratitude to the men and women who built America and every other civilization for that matter for the hard work and the impossible hours and the the back-breaking and probably soul-crushing work that they engaged in. So, So thank everyone for that. We have the ability to pursue a lot of the intellectual pursuits, to do a lot of the intellectual pursuits like podcasting that we get to do today. Um, and have the kind of conversations as a society that we get to have today because of those people that that sacrificed and gave so much. So grateful for that. Um, and how do you feel about your work? How do you feel about what you do? How do you feel about your job? How are you showing up? Are you showing up and doing your best every day? Yes or no? Why or why not? Are you being a great example? And I don't know the answer to that. I think it's something that you're going to have to answer on your own, obviously, if it's a question that you've ever asked yourself. The statistics, obviously, which I wear out internationally, talks about how something like 15% of people are engaged at work. So 85% of us don't really like what we do, which I think is an absolute terrible thing. And it got me thinking, again, and it's something that I've thought about over time, it's what does it truly mean to be a professional? And once I sort of figure that out, what I think it means to be a professional, am I a professional in what I do? So I did a little bit of research and there's a lot of different definitions for what it means to be a professional. And simply professional is a member of profession or any person who earns a living from a specified professional activity, describes standards of education and training, um, there's an ethical or moral obligation or code surrounded with it. There's standards of practice. 
being authentic, doing what you say and saying what you mean. Being a professional is not merely an intellectual exercise, but rather it involves a commitment to being something compelling and transformative. Viewing oneself as a professional elicits one's best work. Essentially, it involves living up to a standard set of ideals. But I guess simply calling oneself a professional does not make oneself a professional. And just because you work in a certain area and you get paid for it does not make you a professional. There's a lot more than that that goes into it. I found this passage, which I liked, talked about how we all have a sense of what it means when someone says he or she is a real professional. It's kind of like a good attitude. You know, when you see it, professionalism is earned, not superficially applied. Choose your example, military, law, medicine, sports, arts, or teaching. Each requires preparation, ethical standards, and performance excellence. Professional uh, soldiers train constantly for wars they hope never to fight athletes will train 95% and perform for 5% of the time doctors and lawyers train for years and years and years teachers train for years Um, so it's a specialized field of study that requires preparation and adherence to standards so there's some food for thought right there on what it really means to be professional and so I, I don't think it's I think it's somewhat ambiguous, and you can apply it in different areas. And certainly, there's certain things in my life that I've done a ton of, but would never consider myself to be professional. Whereas there's certain things I've done a small amount of, but would probably consider myself to be professional. For example, I played tennis extremely at a pretty high level. I was in the top 100 as a junior, in the top 100 in the country. I was one of the top tennis players in Minnesota, which that just goes to show that there's not that many tennis players in Minnesota. Anyway, I played Division I. I was on scholarship, but never in the world would I ever think to call myself a professional tennis player. I played it for a long, 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 long time, many hours at a very high level, but would never call myself a professional tennis player. Am I a professional podcaster? No, no, I don't think so. People have paid me money to do it, albeit a very small amount of money. Um, I've done a lot of episodes. I think I'm good at it, but I don't think I'm, I'm a professional. Am I a professional financial advisor? Um, yes. I would say that I am a professional financial services professional or financial advisor. I'm a personal finance professional. Am I a professional dad? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm probably a professional dad, professional husband, always like to make the joke that you'll have to ask my wife about that one. But I tell you what, I think that that when you make a commitment that says, I am committed to becoming a professional, I have a deep desire to be the best dad, husband, IT consultant that I can be. Once I make that commitment to constantly be striving to be better than I was yesterday, that's when it's okay to call yourself a professional at something. So circling back on that, and ask the same question, how do you feel about your work? How do you feel about the work that you're doing, be it professionally or be it in your community? Are you showing up and are you doing the things that it takes to be pro, to go pro, to turn pro, to be professional at what you're doing? Why or why not? There's no reason you can't. You can do it. It's a matter of making that choice. So, Thank you. 
Again, thank everyone for their hard work. But thank you specifically. Thank you for the hard work that you are putting in in whatever area of your life that you are working to be professional at. Thank you for your work as a mom, a dad, a husband, a wife, a brother, a sister, a plumber, an accountant, whatever it is that you are working hard at. Thank you. Continue to do your part by doing your best. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step-by-step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.